My landlord called. He wants to come by and talk about my high heating bills. <laughs> I told him, my door is always open. Welcome to Across the Table, the podcast of Hannibal the Magician. Hey, and welcome. Here I am again, episode 78. I don't know what I'm going to call this one yet. It's just been, you know, all I really have to do is sit down and hit record. I know the the sound is not great uh, today on this one. I am recording directly to the laptop because having a little trouble, just having a little uh, a little life happening in my life. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Couldn't do it without you. No, that's not entirely true. I could do it without you. I could do this and have nobody listen to it, and it would still be from my heart. So I am extra grateful that uh, that you decided to stop by and decided to listen for however long you decide to. Um, it is late November here in 2023, and I know it's been a minute, but I don't... Uh, I kind of do these on my own schedule. I kind of do it when the when the spirit moves, and the spirit has been nudging at me for quite some time. But uh, I have not uh, I have not sat down to to do this. There's uh, a lot that happened. First of all, we had a great spooky season at the hotel uh, doing the séance uh, since like mid September through the end of October. We were just cranking. We were doing uh, six nights a week. Because, you know, that's the busy season. And my Uncle Angus used to say, you make hay while the sun shines. Because making hay in the dark is really called something else. Um, six, uh, six nights a week, sometimes up to four sessions a night. And, man, I love the work. I love what I do. And I really love the opportunity. I was exhausted. I was beat, especially with everything else that was going on. In my regular life, uh, you may have seen if you follow me on on any of the social media, on the Instagram or on the uh, YouTube or anything else that I that I put stuff out in. Uh, never content. I'm not a content creator. I'm a I don't know. I'm a I'm a self journalist. I'm a, I'm a I make my diaries public, and you know it it, it works for me. I know it's not for everybody and. Maybe I talk too much, but uh, I want to be remembered. And this is the legacy that I'm leaving. And, you know, maybe you're listening to this in November of 23, or maybe it's many years from now. Maybe I'm already gone. October is the busiest season of the month for arguably the most famous haunted hotel in the world. And uh, we were packed. 
Uh, I know that the the underground theater was was always full, and my uh, thirteen was uh, was often. Well, I'm going to say always full. We were we were pulling them in. It was a really great great season, and it's really important to give your best. And unfortunately, my best was not as high as I wanted it to be. I woke up one morning in early October to find that I had severe double vision. And it didn't alarm me at first, you know, some things things change when you're getting older, and I'm certainly getting older, which is better than the alternative. Uh, and it didn't go away. And I put on an eye patch to let my eye rest, and prepped for my show and, and, you know, and kept the eye patch on. I tried to do it without it, but uh, walking around with, uh, with double vision makes me extremely dizzy, extremely, a lot, lot of vertigo, and so I just couldn't do it. And I did, uh, I did that night, and it was, it was tough, and it was painful and disorienting, but I turned in the best show I could, and people were pleased. It wasn't... Uh, it was it was less than I wanted it to be, but it wasn't a bad show. Um, and this went on for a couple of days, and finally it was like, well, I need to I need to have this looked at. I need to go and see what I can do. So on my next day off, I know I know I can hear you. I can hear you already. But on my next day off, I went to the urgent care, and they took a look at it, and they took some blood, and they did some tests, and they sent me to the emergency room. And I went to the emergency room, and I got more tests and gave more blood and and uh, talked to a couple of different people. And uh, their main guy came in and took a look at me, and he ordered an emergency MRI because he was afraid I had a tumor uh, in my in my head or, or something along those lines. So I was sent down to Boulder. And I did a, a brain scan on the MRI and a, and a couple of other things. And I uh, was there alone for, I don't know, five, six hours, you know, going through the process and all the preparation and everything, and then waiting for the results. And, uh, and it came back negative, no, uh, no issues, no tumors, no... Uh, no evidence of a stroke, no uh, meningitis, no, you know, just nothing. There was just, you know, there was a blip that they were worried about. Uh, but I'll tell you about that part a little later. So they sent me to an ophthalmologist. Um, and she took a very close look at it and said that, uh, in her opinion, what she saw was that there was uh, a lack of circulation to the muscles that control uh, my right eye socket that pull my right eye to the right and help it to track with the left eye. And that was what the problem was and why I was seeing double. So I was prescribed to keep wearing this eye patch on the right-hand side, and she said it should correct itself over the course of, you know, maybe six months or eight months or so. It's just going to take some time to build the strength back in those muscles. And so that's what I'm waiting for. And I will have another, she'll take another look at it uh, in January, and we will see where we are. 
Uh, so for, for right now, I am uh, seeing in two dimensions because I only have the one, uh, one working eye while I'm, while I'm recovering. And, uh, you know, the eye patch looks good with the, with the show, with the, with the seance. It certainly adds a certain level of, uh, of uh, character to the character I've already put together. Although I do get asked nightly by at least one person if it's real or if it's just costuming. And I have to tell them that, you know, unfortunately at this point it is not costuming. It is, uh, it is a necessary part of uh, me living the best life that I can. So going back a step, there was one thing noticed in the tests that were done. And, uh, I was sent to, a, uh, to an oral surgeon, to a, to a dentist plus, I guess we'll, we'll call it. And um, I had an infection in my jawbone. And uh, the the dentist who who took the you know the the doctor who took the the, de- the deepest look at it said it looks like something that's more or less hereditary. It's not something that I did or didn't do or or a disease or or something. It's just you know I am adopted, so I don't really know my medical family medical history. But he said it looked to be something that was just kind of genetic in 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 his opinion. Uh, there were a pair of doctors. One was a was a gentleman. One was a lady, and uh, they conferred with it and uh, gave me a couple of choices. And the, in their opinion, the best choice to be made was that all of my teeth needed to be extracted so that the infection in my jaw could be treated. Uh, there's a very thin uh, the bones in my upper mandible, I guess, or the upper part of my skull are thinner than normal, than than a normal person, and they were concerned about uh, my teeth or the roots of my teeth penetrating uh, my sinus cavities and causing all kinds of other problems and, and the infection spreading in that direction, which could be really tragic. So on November the 7th of 2023, I had all of my teeth pulled, all of my adult teeth. Everything in my head came out, and I was, uh, I was given a set of temporary dentures while they, you know, that will help to reshape my mouth for a more permanent solution in nine months to a year. Um... I was really, I was like, okay, I was okay with it. I understood, you know, I'm of a certain age and, you know, there really wasn't anything that I had done untoward. And I'd known, you know, there were teeth issues and jaw issues that I, you know, just had never, uh, no, no one had ever looked at them had ever had any, you know, they didn't feel it was urgent, you know, to, to go as deep as, uh, you know, if it hadn't been for the MRI and, and the other tests, maybe an X-ray, I uh, would not have known about it. But because of my eye, uh, they caught this infection before it became ultra serious. So I was fine with it at the time until I got uh, into the parking lot the day of the extraction, and I just sat there terrified and sad and depressed because it was a lot more 
trauma than I expected it to be. Anyway, I, I you know, pulled my uh, pulled my fears behind me and went in. And they don't uh, they don't they don't put you out for oral surgery. They uh, they, you know, they numbed the area and they, they numbed the nerves going into my face and, um, took my teeth out and everything was fine. The last two, uh, I don't know if things had worn off or if it was just a, I don't know. They, they, they had reapplied some extra numbing before getting the last few in there because they were some of the big ones, but those, those hurt, um, but they were they were very professional about it, and they were very caring about it, and they they took every precaution and everything that they could. And now I have this uh, I have a temporary set of teeth um, until I get a more permanent set uh, a little later on. Uh, I, I want to take a moment here and say these are the things that have happened to me over the past couple of months. Uh, but I am in no way complaining about any of them. There's this just the facts. This is. You know, it's it's all part of life, and I, you know, there's certainly people that have much, much worse troubles and problems than I do. And I, I will say that the one thing I will pat myself on the back a little bit for is that I did not once in any of these things I have not canceled a show. I did not uh, disappoint anyone who wanted to come to my program. I did not let down my boss. I did not let down the hotel. I did not let down myself. I gave everything I could into every show, and and they were, they were good, they were good. They they uh, moved people in the way that I, I planned to move them. The narrative got out, the stories got told, the magic happened, and I'm I'm proud of myself for that. Uh, it also helped to keep me from uh, out of the inside of my head for a little while. Um, because it would be really easy to just be sad and just be depressed about it and 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 all number of things. But uh, because I got to work, because I had the opportunity to do what I do best, I, I got to avoid that. Anyway, I had a great Halloween. I had a, had a really great Thanksgiving. Um, got to, uh, well, I, I, I sent some messages to the kids and I... Uh, uh, had a, a very like a small gathering of friends uh, from the theater met at uh, at the boss's house, and uh, most of all, I remembered to be thankful, and I try to remember that every day. I try to express my gratitude. I try to express my thankfulness in the way that I live my life and the way that I do the work that I do, because to me that's important. So, to quote. True grit, Robert Duvall in, in True Grit. Not uh, those are some some bold words for a one-eyed fat man. And uh, yeah, the beat goes on, right? And the show goes on. We're we're heading into the slower season. We're heading into the Christmas season, and and all the holidays surrounding the end of the year. And I still consider myself to be one of the luckiest, most fortunate people on the planet. I get my own little theater. I get my own little show. I've got a beautiful place to live. I'm surrounded by people that love me. And I got my health. And I am, if anything else, if I am nothing else, I am grateful. I'm grateful for you.
I'm grateful for this opportunity to talk to you. I don't know if you can tell the way that I'm shaping words around the new appliance in my mouth. I can hear the difference, but uh, I hope I'm understandable and I hope you get where I'm coming from. Hey, have a great rest of the month. I'll talk to you very soon. And I hope there's love where you are. I may not know exactly where this road is taking me. I know that I'm exactly right where I'm supposed to be. The journey is long, full of joy and pain. But as long as you're smiling, I'll stand in the rain. I've got nothing.
is love.